love makers. It's Cora. Welcome back to the show. This is a very exciting day. My beautiful four-year-old husky phantom is having her first litter of puppies. So I took the day off from uh, Joanne's Fabrics. I was supposed to do two workshops on corsets and whale boning and instead I'm here with Phantom as she goes through her first labor. I'm just by her side. I'm rubbing oils on her areas. I uh, got the shows playing that comfort her the most. She, she does love General Hospital. And this is just a very exciting start to my spring. And love is certainly in the air. Blood and urine are all over the kitchen floor. But, you know, it's it's exactly where I want to be at the start of this beautiful season of renewal and birth. So I'm going to be taking your calls while she, you know, she's dealing with having... Ooh, I would guess seven young huskies inside her right now, so she might pop up here and there. Do, do have patience with her, and uh, yeah, let's answer some of your questions. Hey, Cora, this is Mike Immersion from up the road. Uh, listen, I don't know if this is the right number to be calling, but I do have a question for you. Um, I would say two or three days ago, uh, I found what appeared to be a used female diaphragm in my mailbox. I'm not sure if you possibly left it in there or maybe one of the kids. I know I wasn't happy to find it, uh, and I prefer that sort of thing to not happen anymore. So um, if you could call me back and let me know what to do with it. Uh, for example, do you need it back? Um, and uh, if so, how do I go about getting it to you? Uh, I also just would like to, again, reiterate that I'm not thrilled about finding a used female diaphragm in my mailbox, and uh, I'd appreciate it if you could respect the boundaries of our neighborly relationship. Uh, all that being said, I hope you're doing well. Uh, tell your old man I said, see you at the tavern. And uh, I, again, remain a little alarmed about some of the noises I'm hearing coming from your backyard, but, you know, I understand, live and let live. Uh, I don't think that applies to leaving diaphragms in people's mailboxes. So uh, that would be it. Let me know what to, how to proceed. Thanks a lot. Oh, my goodness. Mike, thank you for solving a mystery. I have wondered where my diaphragm got to. Um, so, funny story. I think you're going to appreciate this. Before the primaries, I had some of my coven over to raise little goddess energy. I don't want to go telling tales out of school because these are occult workings, but there is a point where I um, I jump over a ceremonial fire. And as you know, I'm no athlete, so I actually got to use my boy's skateboard ramp to really build up some momentum. But I jump, I do a full split, and potpourri rains out of my cavity into the fire. It's extremely meaningful and profound for everyone watching and smelling. And to keep it all up in my cavity before that point in the workings, I generally do use a diaphragm. Um, but it's more of a plug situation. It's, you know, it hasn't been involved in any kind of uh, intercourse betwixt me and Frank. After the ceremony, we generally like to pick up little items from the ritual and just kind of spread it up and down the neighborhood, kind of share the spiritual wealth. You know, I, I, I should have put in your mailbox a clump of potpourri that had been inside me, but instead you got the diaphragm, so my apologies. I was more than likely in a highly ecstatic state, so... 
My bad. But, you know, go ahead, just just grab that diaphragm, knock off whatever dried bits and pieces are still on it, bring it over to the house. I'm not going anywhere for the next 16 hours because Phantom is dealing with this litter. So I'll pour us a beer and you can tell me what's going on with your wife because I haven't seen her car in your driveway or garage low these past two weeks. So I would like to know, is she visiting her mom? Are you guys on the outs? You can trust my discretion, as I think you know, but um, drop on by. We can't wait to see you. Bye, Mac. Hi, Cora. I'm a huge fan, and I'm actually calling you from a date in progress. And, well, what's going on is that a few days ago, I fired up Craigslist.com, and I met this super great guy, and we are on a super fun date right now. We get along so well. We love and hate all the same things. And about a couple of hours ago, he got up from our date and had to go to the bathroom. He hasn't come back yet. So my question is twofold. One, should I be concerned? And two, can you give me some topics to talk about after he comes back? Uh, any help would be much appreciated. Thanks. Bye. It looks like you got a runner. It's happened to the best of us. And it's happened to me more than once. But sometimes someone will just opt out of a date halfway through that you thought was going fantastic. I don't know why. You don't know why. For all you know, he could be a Secret Service person who just got the call that he has to take a bullet 40 miles away. And he's being helicoptered over there right now as we speak. Who knows? You can't see into a man's mind. Or maybe he's having a stomach upset and he will rejoin you shortly. Either way, your only option is to bring in an understudly. Now, that's a little word I've made up that I think is very cute, but an understudly is much like an understudy. He's the guy who you would be on the date with if the guy you're on the date with hadn't been available. Um, maybe he's another one of the emails you got on Craigslist.com. You just call him, you say, hey, I'm over at Captain Howdy's. I have a kamikaze in front of me. You want one too? Bring him in. Maybe there's a guy in the bar right now who keeps giving you the eye. Invite him onto the stool next to you. And that way, if your man comes back, you look like Scarlett O'Hara with every bow in the barbecue coming around for a piece of what you're serving. And if he never comes back, well, your date is not through. Now, if James Bond does reappear, I wouldn't horse off and play games. I'd look him dead in the eye and say, where the fuck have you been? And if he doesn't have a solid answer for you, understudly's driving you home. If he does have a good excuse, then a great topic of conversation are people's favorite fairy tales because there are a lot of Jungian references in uh, fairy tales where you can really get kind of the geography of someone's mind and their childhood experience based on which fairy tale they connect with. For instance, if he loves Rapunzel, maybe he had a uh, oppressive mother who alienated him from other children. It's just, it's very, it's very interesting. So, uh, where the fuck have you been? And then what's your favorite fairy tale? And let me know how the rest of the date goes. I wish you all the best and blessed be. Hi, Cora. This is Cheryl calling from Springfield. Um, and that's Cheryl with an S, not a C, and two R's and two L's. I'm not typically into advice columns or hotlines or the self-help section at my Barnes & Nobles, but I'm totally at a loss. Um... How do I say this? Um, I'm hoping you have some wisdom um, on circumcision. 
So I'm in my third trimester with my baby boy, and um, I just desperately want him to be circumcised. But Blade, my husband, won't stand for it. Blade says it's not the natural way. Blade doesn't want me in interfering with God's work. Blade is not circumcised. It's something that took me a long time to come to terms with. Uh, I can't lie to you. I'm still coming to terms with it. But, Cora, I don't know a single woman who enjoys an uncircumcised penis. Do you? I love my husband, but I don't love his foreskin. I mean, maybe Blade has a lot, like a lot of foreskin. I don't know. He's the only uncircumcised man I've ever been with. I just, I don't want my son to have to go through life with this disadvantage. Having to go through puberty and negotiating life with an anteater in his pants, like a tiny turtleneck Timmy, a, a pig in a blanket. Um, mm, pig in a blanket. Ugh, I'm getting sidetracked. And, oh God, like, don't even get me started on schmegma. Oh, Cora, how do we move forward when Blade just won't compromise on circumcision? Help me. Help me. Thanks again, Cora. Oh, and um, one last question before I go. Is it Cora Cuba or Cuba? Okay, thanks. Bye. Cheryl, I am deeply troubled by your call and the behavior of your husband. And I, I understand if you feel like you love him, but if I were you, I would I would pack my bags and flee the house in the cover of darkness. A mother just knows what her baby needs, and for your husband to pretend otherwise is extremely dangerous. I want to share with you a story about when my own baby boy was very young. He was about one years old. I, it was a hot, hot summer. I heard the ice cream truck coming around the corner. I ran on down to get me a double cone. I'm standing there in line, and I go... Something is wrong with my boy. I mean, I felt it. It swept through me like fire through a field. And I went running back in the house, chugging up the stairs. And there he is in the bathtub where I've been giving him a bath, just submerged in water. If I had been there five seconds later, I shudder to think. So you have something inside you telling you what this baby wants. And whether that be full butter microwave popcorn or whether that be for his dangling to get trimmed, that's up to you. That's something you know and your husband does not. Now, as as far as foreskins go and their attractiveness thereof, I will admit I'm a big fan. I'm the, I, you can find out in more detail what I feel about foreskins in my self-published romance novel, Five Skin. Fiveskin tells the tale of a college intern who goes to work for a billionaire businessman who has a special secret. His foreskin is about eight inches long and can wrap around his wrist like a Rolex watch. And they find some common ground. It's a great quick read. Fiveskin, Amazon.com. If you have a Kindle, you can download it immediately. So, um... Yes, that's just a little bit of a plug, but I'm extremely worried about your situation, your safety and well-being. And do let me know directly if you need my help. I'm here for you, as are all of us lovemakers. And we do wish you the best, Cheryl. Well, y'all, I'm very pleased to say that one of the puppies is crowning. I'm going to have to roll up my sleeves and get down on the floor. But thank you so much for joining me for this special springtime edition of Lovemakers. And please join us next week, same time, same place, 213 
913-973-2157. That's 213-973-2157. Call me up, leave me a message, ask me your lovemaking questions. I will get back to you. All right, y'all have a wonderful week and blessed be.